Oui, bien, salut. Good night, mate. How are you? Where's the music? Where's <laughs> not the fucking music again? Remember oh, that? Shit. It does. It, Tommy oh. edits that okay. in. Sorry. If you'd recall. Can't do old dog news. Was a good week last week? It was a great, uh, great week. We had plenty of rain up here in the Highlands. Oh. Not as much as down the uh, south coast. We had uh, 100 mil in the gauge, which is four inches in the old... Um, the old register. The old register. So, uh, mate, we, we, we needed the rain, but not all in one day. But um, it's all uh, good. It's all good. No, it's good. It's good. Mm. And uh, you've been well? Fit as a scrub turkey, mate. You're backing um, any good horses? Uh, no. Mate, I, I, I got the like quaddy in Sydney and Melbourne. Oh, so did I. Paid $746 mm. fucking dollars yeah, last and, week. Yeah, and the one in Melbourne paid $61.20. <laughs> and it reminds me of a time at the Buried Old Inn where, um, <laughs> where, dog, where, where Ricky... Blo- <laughs> Ricky Blyton and myself, we stood out might and power to come uh, first in the field to come second and third. It cost us 24 bucks and the <laughs> trifecta paid $6.70, <laughs> one of my best bets of the year. How much did it cost you? Uh, it co- down in Melbourne? Um, well, it cost me 100 <laughs> and, 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 and it paid um, sixty dollars and one cent. So, um, and, but but the, the one in the one in city paid right six hundred and forty seven bucks. No, but, um, that's shit. <laughs> like there was a horse that paid ten bucks or something. Mate, I'd stop a train. Yeah, I tell you. Hey, can I tell you a little story? Well, you a hundred and how many kilos? Uh, me? Yeah. Uh, well. Um, 115. Right. And so, got, you getting and, on the back of a horse. And, and, and I've got these new scales. good. And I've got these new scales, which I bought uh, the other day at Harvey Norman. And uh, I jumped on. And they talked to you. Yeah. So, I jumped on. They said, uh, one at a time. Thanks, fatso. <laughs> so, that was good. Yeah. But um, I could tell you. Okay. The, the, um, as far as the, the punt. Yeah. Um, Talk to me. Uh, you remember one of the previous podcasts? I, I told you about Dogger or Flogger. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, Dogger, Blogger, Dogger, Blogger. David Blogger. James, David James, one of the great Blogger. guys. Anyway, um, his name's Blogger. He, um, him, and Smalley, they were running the Sp- states. The, 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 oh, Sprawley, Smalley. They were running the Statesman Hotel at uh, Canberra there, and <coughs> they'd followed this horse for quite some time. Was it uh, a good horse? It was a <laughs> North horse. Mate, it won seven. North horse. So it, it was called Tingling. Oh. So Metropolitan Day, and I forget the year, but they've gone to Sydney <laughs> and they've won a they've won a, a fair bit of money on this thing. So they've had thirty six thousand at seven to one with Dominic Byrne. And <laughs> he, he, he didn't even count it, right? So he threw it in the bag, and um, this this thing has got beaten by mother. It was Metropolitan Day. And this thing's got in the Teagle Turkey handicap, and uh, they've had thirty six thousand with Dominic Byrne at seven to one. What's the name of the horse? Tingling. Tingling. <coughs> Tingling, and it won its first, it won its last seven starts, so it owed them nothing. So they, they were cashed up. And anyway, this thing called Mother Duck beat it by a flared nostril. You dirty. And the bludger. So it ran up on its back legs, Tingling. So they shot it after the race, but mate, that's a big bet. And, and, and oh, thirty six thousand. That's a all up. I tell you, what, that that's a big. That's a go. That's, that's a, go. a real go. That's a red hot go. And the thing that upset him, the, the Dominic Ben didn't even count the cash. He just threw it in the bag <laughs> and just gave it back to him. Is that what? Uh, sorry, didn't get all back right, to him. Tony, stop ten. Yeah, sorry. Ready? A uh, top ten. Okay, I love a yeah. top ten. Go. Still or sparkling? Still. Lemon or lime? Lime. Oh. Tea or coffee? Tea every day of the week. 
Virgin or Qantas? <laughs> yeah, I can hate flying. <laughs> Qantas. Right. Ginger or Marianne? <sighs> Can't say that. movie uh, star. I'll go, I'll go, um, I'll go Ginger because she had those nice. Oh, knockers. Nice eyes. Yes, yes, yes. And she probably. Mm, yeah, yeah go, keep going. Yep. She wanted to. Yep. <laughs> she, Marianne yep. wouldn't. Whereas, <laughs> wouldn't blow a Original, candle. hot and spicy. What's his? KFC. Dirty Bird. Oh, original. <laughs> Mate, that's a ridiculous question. Yeah, original. Chips and salad or veggie and mash? Veggie and mash. Oh, get fucked. Hot or cold Milo? Hot. Otherwise, hot. It, yeah, no, otherwise it all sticks to the Nine glass. or seven news? Nine. Uh, Amber. Channel nine. Yeah, and nine. My, my wife's cousin, Amber Sherlock. Oh, used to be a higlet, but now she's a Sherlock. Yeah. A piglet. Uh... Light or dark rum? Can I? Can I say? Don't like any rum. No, I, I like the um, the gay Mount Gay, the um, Jamaican oh. rum. Yeah, yeah. But uh, so I'll, go, I'll go the light rum. It's dark. Light rum. Okay. <clears throat> so just now to get you down, this is the one I've been laughing about for the last couple of days. <laughs> Light. <laughs> Lights on or off? <laughs> Off. <laughs> oh dear. Oh this dear. is the one I've been waiting to talk to you about today. <laughs> Off. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's uh, thought I could stop you with that. Tell you what, we've had some rain. Oh, jeez, we've had <laughs> some rain. So what else <laughs> we gonna talk about, mate? What else oh, we gonna talk about? Say hello to Oh the not the golden child. <laughs> the golden child. I tell you what, girls. Hello, you, Golden Child. You should uh, share. He is looking resplendent, mate. He's about six foot. What? Are, how? How? How tall are you, Tommy? I'll put it between six two and six three. Six two, six three, built like a brick um, outhouse. But Jesus. And um, oh, he's got good teeth. He's got good hair. He makes me sick. His mum. You know what I love about him? His mum loves a uh, Guinness. Oh, so do I. Yeah. You know what I could do when it, when I had the puppet um, Kangaroo Valley, <laughs> when I poured the Guinness, I could put the old shamrock on the top. <laughs> yeah, I could of do uh, three leaf clover. Yeah. I think it was good. Yeah. What what, what have you got? What what have you been <laughs> scouting the stories. internet for? Yeah, what? this uh, now this is a beautiful thing, which is now we're getting people writing into us. Mm. I've got some stories, some stories, so don't take up too long. I've got no, some no, stories. No, don't, okay. don't you worry about that. Let's see what you got. What do you well, got? Well, Tone, you actually sent me one. Yeah. Which I love. It's Police bit, have it's allegedly hang on, found... Warning, disturbing content. Yeah. Okay. A severed human penis and oh. testicles in a tradie's freezer while investigating the removal of another person's testicle... In an alleged castration fetish act. Oh. What is that, Tone? Mate, I, 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 I'm sorry. It's, uh, yeah, like I said, be, weird. Uh, a, a, uh, not much shocks me, but this one's a beauty. I know. You sent it to me during the week. Okay, let's go. Were, let's keep. Let's keep. Let's, let's Police keep went to the West End flat of electrician Ryan Andrew King, 27, in inner city Brisbane while investigating a bizarre mutilation last weekend. Police and paramedics were called to a city backpacker hostel <sighs> last Saturday night where they allegedly found a 26-year-old Sydney man with his genitals <laughs> partly removed. 
Oh. It is alleged the man had arranged to be partially castrated. Wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mate. I, I just, you know. Can't like, you imagine what, just calling a tone? Would it be okay if you get partially mate, at 27, castrate me? At 27, my mates and myself, we'd be sort of saying, uh, we're going to go to the pub or the club, not who's going to cut each other's <laughs> cock off, you know? <laughs> like, really? I've, I've yeah. never heard anything yeah. quite uh, like it. Yeah. So keep going, Mr King, who works as an electrician at the Queensland Performing Arts Centre and has volunteered in the SES as well. Oh, so he's, he's a goer. not believed to be medically qualified, but allegedly taught himself castration. From online research. <laughs> so, 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 hang on. Would, would he use a like a, a Stanley knife, or would I'm, he get a, a knife sorry. out of the like a, a steak knife or a, a box cutter? Use a, something called a cryo pen. Oh, a, a device for removing lesions such as warts and benign <laughs> skin spots with nitrous oxide under high pressure. Nitrous oxide. No. Wow. Can I tell you a quick story? Yeah, of course. Yeah. When um, uh, we had the Kangaroo Valley Hotel, yeah. and this is not not nitrous oxide, but um, we were serving lunch there, Angie and myself, <laughs> and um, she was very, 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 very pregnant, and a water broke behind the bar. So um, I said, uh, through the keys to Clarkie, I said, mate, I've, I've got to go. So up we go to the Barrel, Barrel Hospital, and um, she's in labour. This is Maxie? Yeah, this is Maxie. So she's in labour. So um, uh, I'm not sure how many people out there, but nitrous oxide um, makes my wife very ill. It's laughing gas, so she can't have it. Oh, happy gas. Yeah, she can't have oh, it. I so remember this guess one. what? I can. So uh, <laughs> we're in to, uh, top private oh. health cover. So uh, Angie's laying there, and, and about to give birth to the biggest child known to. Uh, human Biggest head you've yeah, ever no. seen. He, he he weighed ten pounds. His his head weighed nine. And um, anyway, so I'm, I'm sitting there. Nothing like delivering that. Yeah. So thirty eight hour labour. So I'm sitting there. And I've got the gas on, right? So I've, I've opened up the plastic bag, ripped the blue tube out, nose cap on, seventy uh, thirty, um, and I'm into it. And I'm reading the form guide. And what? Uh, Maxie was born on the sixth of January, so it was very hot. So the air conditioner is going flat out. In in the um, in, in Angie's room, so because I'm off my head on um, nitrous oxide, <laughs> off my head, yeah, I'm, my I'm, head, I, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm off. I'm I'm flying, you know. So, <laughs> I, and anybody out there's had a baby, if you hear the that the, the, the thing oh, that they put on the on the on the um, the mother's belly, the 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 baby's heart goes what 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 what. That's the name. Of, that's the sort of the, the beat of the baby's heart. So there's an air conditioner going, and then this air conditioner keep cutting out in out in out. So I got that mixed up with the baby's heartbeat, right? So I've re- I'm I'm on the phone. I'm on the buzzer to the nurse saying, like say. Get in here, get in here. The, the baby's heart's irregular. So they've come in and um, they said, Mr. Harmy, have you been on the gas? <laughs> I said, you betcha. So they take it off and I've got this big mark around my nose and mouth where I've been on the gas. I'm like just going mad. And um, so what it was, it was the air conditioner cutting in and out, not the baby's heartbeat. So, uh, 38 hours later, um, beautiful Maxie. He was that big, I cut his cord and he took off down the hallway. Yeah, but anyway. Went mate, for a you, run. You got any other stories? No, well, well, obviously I do. 
KFC birthday party in Melbourne. Oh. Cost $26,000. The dirty COVID bird. 19 fines after police track order. So, really? A run for KFC in Melbourne has led to 26000 lockdown fine for a group of party birthday party goers. The infringement of stay home directions was discovered after two people ordered 20 meals at the KFC store in Dandenong. So what would they get? Oh, the dirty bird. Did they get the um, the, the burgers or oh, the nine-piece feed? How could you? Or the three-piece feed? Well, I, well, let's go back to Do you like a zinger or? Oh, mate, uh, Tristan Archer, who you know very Tristan well. Tristan Archer. The great. Subaru. The great Tristan Sydney. Archer who managed my Who pub. are we sponsored by today? Managed my post for me. We, we were, I bought the second floor of a hotel in King's Cross back in. Um, you did? Yeah. Uh, probably Can we fi- buy one of those again? 15, <laughs> 15 years ago. So when I say I bought it, I bought everything. Carpet, TVs, fridges, I bought everything. So I said to Tristan, mate, you're coming, away, coming with me for two days. So I bought a, a, a truck, a hired a truck, I beg your pardon, with a, a tailgate lifter. So we've gone up there. So we, <laughs> we've left Pamela. And we're going up the Brown Damn. Mountain, and I rings, I rings them, just going, ring them, just going uh, uh, past Nimitabel. I said, "How many?" I rang KFC. I said, "How many? Uh, how many pieces you got in the oven?" They said, "21." I said, "Empty it." So uh, we, we've um, we've we've eaten all them, and then we've gone up there, and, and we're so we KFCing. Yeah, yeah, no, we KFC, and and not, not the not the spicy stuff, just the the good old fashioned. You know, you bite it and the oil drips I off like, your rubber. I like Do you? the zinger. Oh, you like the zinger? I'm a fan. Yeah, but you're a chilli man. I I'm love, not. I love a bit of chilli. Yeah, anyway. We had a beautiful meal down at uh, Barrel Asia. Yeah, mate. Today. I don't Yeah. You, you couldn't come up? Yeah, it was okay. Didn't like it. it was okay. Yeah. You know, but, uh, I tell you what I do like, the green curry. Mm. Mm. It sorts you right out. <laughs> As far as the um, intestinal tomorrow. tract goes. Well, any other stories, mate? Oh, there's plenty around. You know, Thief <laughs> leaves brutal messages after stealing back their own bike. Oh. So what? a Dublin cyclist has gone viral after leaving a brutal yet brilliant message behind when they stole back their own bike. Oh. According to the note, they left in their bicycle's place... The original owner was just reclaiming what was originally theirs. The handmade sign was spotted in the Dublin district of Smithfield. Passers-by were evidently thought it was hilarious as they shared pictures of it. If you're looking for the grey bike, I stole it back. It was mine. Mm. Photos and serial numbers were there. So, oh, I like that. But, oh, Tone, one that's got me this week. Yep. Has been this lovely lady. Which one? Cairns. Oh, the Cairns. Yeah, and <laughs> she has um, uh, so her boyfriend mm-hmm. has put on online. Oh yes, yes. He's put her mobile number up I was for un- I was a unaware. bit of a uh, thing. So, therefore, could you come up with a like a get square? He was disgruntled. I never watched Star Wars. He was disgruntled. He was disgruntled. Yeah. So we had. Oh. Right. So that was the request. 
from this bloke. He's a turd by the sound of things. Well, hang on. Don't judge him, mate. He might have been a horrible relationship. She might have been a, a, a nasty person. However, let's not judge him. Let's just hear the facts. Go. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm not sure Let's just that. go. Well, I don't think you do that sort of thing to a Well, person. mate, can you let, let the listeners know what Australian the facts are before... and then like let, to think of themselves as lovable arrogance, but the latest dating news to come out of the land down under suggests maybe we're not quite as funny as we think. We're downright... Hilarious. So, uh, what's happened? Give me the facts. Okay, just one moment. Uh, a childish prank like this is fairly innocuous. I don't know really other details. So, the bloke basically put um, online contact her and do the your best. Ex, the do ex. your best. Chewbacca. Impersonation. Gordy. Yep. Mm. <laughs> Gordy. Well, that's Chewbacca. Gordy, tell us. Chewbacca. Why would Sorry, you say what? that? 100%. Mate, well, you ask him. That was his That was his thing on the footy show. He's the Chewbacca. Big Gordy. Oh, when he got dressed up. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it to his face. I was going to say, good luck So next that. time I uh, next time I catch up with him for a beer, I might be uh, wearing my arsehole for an eye patch. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Always. Anyway, let's move on. Um... Uh, remember I, a couple of podcasts ago, I, I was telling you I was, I was running Hill Street for Edmund James A. Grady and yes. Michael Bazzina. Yes. And, mate, the bouncers. Yes. They were, they were the real deal, right? So what what happened there? I used to wear a tie of a night, a, a, a necktie. And, um, a necktie. And when I took over. Did you actually have to tie it each night? Oh, 100%. Mate, I went to do last hour Reesby Heights. So, mate, you, you tie a necktie. So well, the first night there... And mate, it was a good. We'd have anything up to five hundred people of a night, right? So, and these guys were next level. These these bouncers, they they, they used to wear bum bags, and, oh. and this is serious. They used to wear bum bags, and if there was a stink on, they pull the mouth guards out and just go in, right? So I get there first night, and um, and they'd say, uh, they grab me by the tie. I said, "Hang on, boys, I'm, I'm your boss. You know, I'm the licensee of this establishment." And um, on the lots to see the establishment, they say, well, mate, if there's a fight on, you don't want one of those ties. You want one of them with like a police tie with a, with an elastic around the side, you know, because uh, if they grab you by the tie, um, you're Gonski. Well, I said, boys, and they're all about six foot five and fit as and fight like a bag of cats. A little bit like me. Yeah, exactly right. And um, I say, boys, if there's a knuckle on, I'm under the pool table. So you just let me know when it's finished, because uh, it's not my, it's not my, um, my not your my, go, not my go. So, but Anne's used to do the um, the door. So at Hill Street, there was a side entrance. <laughs> did the door? Yeah. So she took the money, and so there was a, a side door. So there was a main entrance to the uh, to the, the the pub club, and there was, there was a side entrance. So. After a certain time, the front door would be locked. So anybody in and out have to come up the side entrance. So you get a stamp and you pay your cash to, to go and see the radiators or don't worry, or whoever it was. It's all right. Um, I'll be coming home to see you tonight. <laughs> so, and there was a guy there working for us called the Rooster, oh, and um, the best rugby Mark Madden, team and, and mate, he country. was he was fearless. And then the, and Angie'd say, oh, "How was your night, dear?" So she'd be taking all the cash. There's bikes just going, flying down the down the hallway there. But um, it was it was it was just 
just a different perspective when I from country pubs um, as far as the the Birmingham and the and the Berrydale. But when I ran the pub at um, Milpera um, on the corner of River Road oh, and um, the corner of River Road and um, and Milpera Road, which now is uh, there's McDonald's there, but now there's a service station which is the old Milpera Hotel, and they've built the Crown Hotel where it used to be just a car park, and um, we didn't have bouncers, but we used to have um, strippers. Because oh, it was a blue, blue no. collar area, like blue collar. It was all blue singlets and just workers. Full on strip. Yeah, oh, full on. Show them so the Wednesday, panel. Thursday, Fridays, um, from tw- from twelve till two thirty, <laughs> we used to have these strippers. And I worked for a, 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 a the most beautiful Greek family, uh, and their names were um, George and Wilma Bouzgas. Now, there's a name for a hotel. Bouzgas. Bouzgas. So George and Mrs B and um, the most beautiful people you've ever met in your whole life. So shout out th- to the, were the days right now, and they were the days where Powers Brewing, Powers uh. Brewing, Power, hello Simon Walker, Power Brewing, not Power Brewing, Brisbane. Yeah, so that that was when they were coming. And I think they they sponsored they sponsored the um, the Broncos. So in those days, every four kegs you bought, you got one free. Uh, what? Yeah. So we, so if you bought a twoies in the bar, it'd be in those days, let's say five bucks. One for free. Yeah. So we got them out in, in out where the strippers were. It was four dollars fifty. And being Talk a blue collar stripping bit. Bigger pardon. Talk to me about the stripping bit. So uh, it was a blue collar worker. So we oh, get in there, to, uh, mate. The place used to it was packed. Right? There'd be hundred and fifty, two hundred blokes. But they'd get their whole kit off. Oh yeah. The girls, yeah. Well, hang on. That's the story for a little bit later on. So, um, so, so the, these guys are all coming up in. Say. So the, there was a blue collar and there was a white collar. So the girls come out on the stage, and there was the, the, the guys with the blue singlets, and and also the executives or, or the guys in the office had come out mm-hmm. with the, with the, the collars and ties and whatever you, whatever you like. So, but what used to give the the blokes with the blue singlets the shits was. If there was a guy with a tie, the girl would go up to him, no, no physical contact because it was illegal, <laughs> and um, and they would take the tie off the the white collar guy and rub it, and then just do the Ooh. yeah yeah. You, yeah I'll, let you, I'll let your imagination. Yada. I'll let your imagination take it over. Right. So after after a while, the blue collar guys get the shits, so they're working at check yeah. pallets or why won't you take off my blue singlet? So guess what? Guess what? You. The 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 blue the guys in the blue singlets were coming in with ties on. <laughs> it's a true story, mate. So, yeah. So these these guys in blue singlets would come in with ties on. So the girls would, and then, so that sort of give them open it up. But then after that, so that was just a, that was pretty basic um, uh, laughed, uh, um, ha, um, lunchtime entertainment. But then occasionally, and I'm going to give a shout out here to Noel Selby. Oh. My old mate Noel Selby and Raphael Romeo. So they used to do a naughty Noel's burlesque night. <laughs> what? A naughty Noel's burlesque night oh, on a I Friday night. Time. Mate, I'm talking back in the 80s. And um, so this was a bit more um, ticket only. Ticket only. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was a closed door. Mm-hmm. And I won't go into the details. 
But um, so they, they put a couple of a couple of uh, lambs of lambs on the spit, and it was a, a closed thing. But and anyway, it's a bit more uh, raunchy, for want of a better word. So, but mate, I, I love those days at, at Milpera Pub, and I was I brought up in Bankstown. And um, I'll tell you another quick story: is that when I was running the pub there, all these guys used to sit out in the veranda with all these pit bulls and bull terriers and mastiffs and all these big dogs, right? So. Um, one day this bloke comes up and says, and Ashton Circus was where the highway is now, but the M5 is, which wasn't there when I was there. And um, this bloke comes up and says, uh, mate, all these dogs, they're pretty tough. He said, mate, yeah, my dog's are tough. He's got the big thick collar and, you know, head like a bag of cement. And this, that. He said, mate, I've got a cat that'll flog these dogs. And they said, I'll meet you here tomorrow at, seven at, at five o'clock. He said, you're on. So this guy from the circus brought up a two-year-old bobcat or a, a, a lion on a chain, like a full chain around its neck. And this, this thing had paws like golf gloves, like um, baseball gloves. And uh, these dogs all pissed themselves and, and pissed off. Mate, uh, great days. The uh, dogs. Yeah. And, and, and that wasn't the pub where the, the, um, the, in 1984 that was uh, the massacre, uh, the... the the shootout with the, with the bikey guys. Well, that was a bit of a sad thing. Really. No, that was terrible, mate. You know, it was like just terrible. That was down at the Viking Hotel. And um, so that was uh, – I went to school with well, the guys. Went, didn't we go for lunch there one day? Yeah, we do. Uh, I, I went to school with a guy, the Clancy's that had that. And then they also – then they had the um, the uh, Crossroads Hotel, which is mm-hmm. in the news for all the wrong oh, reasons. But, mate, it was just – it was a great pub and uh, it was just a, a, a terrible event. And, um, but yeah, it's it well, it fab- fabulous, fabulous days. It's been a shit week in Victoria, of yeah, course. Um, it, I, don't, I don't know the answer. And um, no, well, you I don't have it. Neither do I. I just had they sorted out because it's yeah. terrible. So, uh, what else, Tone? Talk to me about. I was thinking today about a couple of different things, mate. I, I listen to. I'm a huge fan of the Maddie Johns podcast. And uh, and Paul is he Kent still nicking our stuff. Uh, he is, and Paul Kent and Stevie Blocker Roach, who, who's I heard today. Can I just say something? Go. Okay. The classic is so we did Uncle Doug last week oh, on the podcast. He was on today, and guess what? He's on the fucking Triple M. Forty today. years, forty years. Yeah. You know what? Who has these ideas? Mate, I was, uh, when I was saying listen to the Matty. John's podcast. A couple of uh, episodes ago, they were doing the the Super League War, and it's fascinating. And anyway, Paul Kent, who I, I, think, I, I think he's he's got the best stories in Australia, and he relays them very well as well. And he's talking about what, at, at the height of the Super League War, the, when the Broncos would travel to play, and this might sound a bit of a shock, but they'd be at the airport. And they'd bet 500 bucks with each other whose bag was going to come out of the carousel first. There was how much money in that one? It was just nothing. But 500 bucks, that's, that's like a half a week's, well, a week's wage, whatever you want. But fascinating stuff. Um, mm. And, and good to see Matty John's young bloke, Jack, get a, get a start this week with, with South. But, um, oh, mate, I fucking can, hate South. Mate, I used to... Um, you know, mate. Yeah. Roasters. Uh, uh, As you know, I, I used to. Um, what? J- Jackie and myself had the, the Berrydale Hotel. Jackie. So yeah. that's. Uh, that's, that's my, ex, my ex wife. Yeah. Lovely Jackie. And we used to have um, the, the Berrydale pub. So 
we said, mate, all these farmers are two kids and, and hard men. Yeah, Sammy and Tom. Yeah, Sam's uh, 30. He's a chef down in Melbourne. Hi, Sam. You don't talk to me, but I love you. And Tommy's just got back from Afghanistan. But So we started our own rugby union team called the Red Rugby Backs. union? Rugby union. So you the, being a leaguey, why yeah, would you do that? Because they're all union boys. They're all, they're all farmers and they just play union. So in Jindabyne, they've got the bush pigs. The Jindabyne bushes. The bushies. Yeah. So they didn't have a second grade. So we formed our own club called the Berridale Redbacks. Simon Freebody, Richard Jamison, God Dougie Constance, and made all these good guys. So we were their second grade. So what happens, um, it, it, it come back to the pub after the game, and mate, we play as far as Crookwell, Goulburn. So the bus trips were more important than the um, – Oh, really? Yeah, that was like two- and three-hour bus trips. By the time we get back, half of them couldn't talk, so it didn't matter. <laughs> anyway, were so you, they get were back – Were you able to talk? Uh, yeah, yeah. I was, uh, I was MC. Anyway, um, so – so with the Redbacks, I had this old toilet suit, this old plastic toilet suit, and I, I, I red and black tape all the way around it because we were red and black, Redbacks. So all the way around it. So say like the golden child here. You know, Tommy. Doesn't he make it? Look at him. Will you look at him? Have a look at Tommy. Mate, I'll tell you what, girls. If ever we go onto YouTube, <laughs> you're going to love Tommy. He's a magnificent-looking specimen. Anyway, so let's say Tommy wins uh, man of the match, player's right. player. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So he gets the toilet seat over his head, mm. so he just puts it on. Well, I think you're Tommy this one. Yeah, so yeah. he's the red back under the toilet seat. <laughs> so this is true. And there's a cup. So if he goes up to Linden, you, you played in the front row. Uh, Tony, you played um, breakaway. If if he puts a cup, of, if he's got that toilet seat on his head, and he goes up to Lyndon he's or Tony or Mick or Fred or John or whatever, Freddie Freebody, great footballer, you've got to buy him a drink. So that was the uh, the old Berrydale Redbacks. Anyway, I don't think they're still going, but great team. Geez, we had some fun. Great team. I think well, I think I've talked too much tonight. No, you haven't. You're not talking enough, Anthony. Um, so, anything else funny going on in your lifetime? What? Mate, what? Mate, what? What? Well, what? 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 Mate, I'm, I'm, I want to talk to you about mate, about what? About who? How good a bloke I am, or? Oh, mate, there's no doubting that you're a dickhead. But um, <laughs> mate, the, the, you're the, a cunt. The, the, oh, the, the toughest. Who? Who's your opinion of the the toughest? Or the gutsiest, if for want of a better word, sports people. Are you, t- are you, are you looking at? Uh, look, I. So, so are, you, are, you, are you facing? No, are you facing? Are you facing Michael Holding? Are you? Are you? Are you surfing Banzai Pipeline? Are you riding a? Uh, I think six hundred, seven hundred kilo bull. Well, I, get, I get, think of all the things that we've seen over our time, yep. and I think, he, he, and he's about to come back. Mike Tyson. Oh. I've never seen. Frightening. Absolutely scary motherfucker. Mate. And he's he's coming back now and my understanding is he's that feared. Mate. That the, his opponent is just like scaring himself now. When I was in the pubs, you buy, you buy fights. So... You'd have Sky Channel in your hotel, which was horrifically expensive, wasn't it? Uh, with parts, it was so. So, 
back in the Milpera Hotel days when when um, Jeff Fennick was fighting um, Jerome Coffey or Samite Pai Rakaroon or <laughs> and, and those guys, <laughs> Samite Pai Rakaroon, uh, Jerome Coffey. Um, well, that I love the fact that he knows it, Tommy. Well, Tommy, is that one hundred percent correct? Samart Payakaroon. Can you I'll double check, Tommy? Can you, mate, you can Google all you like. I don't Google. Mate, just because you're Spelling, the gold shot. Oh, fuck off, mate. I never went to year six, uh, year twelve. <laughs> sorry. So, so when Fennec was in his prime, and um, he was fighting those um, those guys. That, those those fights would go for twelve rounds or fifteen rounds, whatever they yeah. were. And then Tyson come on the on on the, on the scene in the late eighties, early nineties, and, and uh, is at the Bermagui pub there. And then and then um, uh, Costa Zoo come into the into the frame. But mate, with with Fennec, you, you would get because they weren't cheap. But I am. They weren't cheap, so it might be five hundred bucks back in the back in the day. And mate, the Fennec fights would go for. 12, 15 rounds, whatever the, uh, it, it escapes me at the moment. So you get some return because the pub would be full and at least you get them for an hour and a half. When Tyson, when Tyson stepped into the ring, oh. I remember once, it was 47 seconds all over. So, Oh, it, so he was not one you wanted? No, but people come in to watch him because yeah. he was such a, a, a brutal, brutal person. But... As far as a business decision about buying his fights, you had to weigh it up because, mate, they didn't last long because he was just – and, mate, when you looked at him, he's so low to the ground, he'd just come up underneath and just carve Blake's uh, ribs in, you know. Loved it. And then he bit the Blake's ear off uh, Holyfield and um, – but Well, there's and, 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 and then And then, and then yeah. when uh, – I think it was Costa come onto the, onto the scene and, and Barney Rubble, I used to call him Barney, he's my Sky Channel rep – and uh, Davey, uh, Johnny Banwell was his name, and he, he came down uh, to Bermagui and, and uh, he said, mate, I've got a special. So it was $300 because I didn't – because I told him to get stuffed. It's too expensive. I paid my dues every week. You want to get a fight? Well, I think you should give it me down in the regional areas because he used to go on um, – he used to go on Leesteridge. So if you want to have a fight, they'd work out how many uh, – this is before poker machines. They'd work out how many kegs you were doing a week and then they would ju- they would charge you on your leaserage. So that were the days of just um, uh, carb machines with 20-cent carb machines. So anyway, at the last at the last minute, um, Jack, Jackie printed off, printed off some um, flyers and I, I remember I walked around the headland, so I had 350 flyers. Just to put under people's windscreen because there was a fishing tournament on. So um, um, there was a th- uh, she printed off 350 flies. So I've walked my, my two sons around the whole headland, putting them under windscreen, and I ran out. So there's more than 350 c- cars out. So at best, two people in a boat, 700 blokes. Well, mate, I put it on, and you, you couldn't move, and they were out in the street and looking through the. Like if you, you know Birmingham pub, you're out in Lamont Street and looking through the glass. So, and uh, that, that's when you made some money because it was um, Costa Zoo fights. Used people to like well, Mike Tyson. No, uh, yeah, you know Costa, Costa Zoo. Costa was a great fighter, but his fights used to go a bit longer than yeah, Mike Tyson. But equally, so. like in those days, yeah. we knew who the fighters were. But I had nowadays, a, yeah. But I had a bu- I, I had a budget, and I had to justify spending the money yeah. to so. Like I, like I was saying, Tyson's fights would go a minute, 
Max. Yeah. Someone when, when he was in but his But Jesus, mate. you'd have mate. ten thousand in the pub. So to start yeah, with. it was unreal. You know, it was great, yeah. great times. Yeah. Anyway, all right. I think boxing's gone to the dogs. Who? A little bit. I think it's gone to the dogs. Is oh, boxing. Like where I get to now, Tone is. In the old days, we knew who the world champion was. But going Nowadays, back to, could going, you tell me going who? Back to, well, mate, there was Andy um, Collins R- up R- there, R- R- Roberta Duran, filthy Pommy up in. Going, uh, going back to my original uh, question, I know we digress there, but as far as toughest sports, but and you tossed up Mike Tyson, so he's hard. I think he's hard. I think yeah, anybody that plays NRL. Um, or, or, or World Cup or Rugby Union. But, mate, those guys that surf them big waves, mate, I've taken off a six-foot wave when I was a young And, mate, they're quite scary. But those guys that do them 30, 40-metre waves, they're next level. Mm-hmm. But as far as I'm concerned, and this is only yes. uh, my opinion, I, I, I think the, the the gutsiest, well, one of the gutsiest sports people on, on, the, on the planet are jockeys. Uh-huh. So they're they're weighing fi- they're weighing fifty kilos. Yep. They are riding half a ton of muscle, and it's all muscle. Uh, they're going sixty k's an hour, dressed in the um, probably the roosters' colour. No, 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 not the <laughs> chick colours. Uh, dressed, dressed, dressed in oh, dressed like in the, the dragons um, did well argu- last night, didn't uh, they? Arguably the um, the slipperiest fabric known <laughs> to mankind is silk. So, um, uh, you know, I, I admire those uh, jockeys. Mate, I, I remember you and I went up and saw a horse one day and had to replace the bandage. And anyway, I said to Lyndon, we've gone up to this farm. And uh, the, the lady said, uh, the bandage needs uh, re- taking off. And I, so we got up there. I said, yeah, mate, I'll go up. He said, yeah, I'll come with you. I said, mate, let's go. <laughs> so we're all full of bravado. We get up there and this thing's about 16 and a half, 17 hands. Um, and he says, uh, there you go, Tone. <laughs> he said, there you go, Tone. Go and take the bandage off. It's yours. I said, you go and get fucked. You take the bandage off. He said, no, you take it. So, yeah, they call the vet. Yeah, I'm terrified of them. They are just, they're just too big. They're but, big. Uh, I mean, how are your horses going? Quick, before we go. Shit. Shit. What about Battenberg? Uh, the Berg is on his way back. Um, saw some video footage of him this week, but. Uh, he he's coming back, um, which will be fantastic. I can't wait. So, anyway, all tone, all the best. Yeah, another what, what ripper week. To, what are you up to this weekend, mate? Uh, fuck all. Yeah, I've got. Uh, I actually, I'm playing golf with the golden child. Oh, he makes me we sick. have. What are you off now? About five, you dickhead, <laughs> Tommy. What are you off? I've come down to 15. You'll be glad to know. Yeah, I don't want him losing handicap. You need to get that up a bit. I just hate yeah. it. Mate. I, I, I just can't even look at him. <laughs> Angie can, and so can Chrissy. Oh, shit. The, oh, they think he's magnificent. But, um, hey, yeah. No, we've got uh, – we're in the Les Owen or the John, John Owen, Owen or something or other. John Owen, they're, uh, they're funeral directors, aren't they? Oh. Owen's funerals. We're in the quarterfinals oh. this weekend. So Tommy and I at uh, – mum's coming down. Which will be great. Leith. Leith. Lovely. She's a beautiful lady. Yeah, Leithy. Yeah, she's coming down. She's a princess. Uh, which will be great. So, and Johnny's having his, can I just say, and I'm so excited about this, Johnny is having his first game of football tomorrow. And guess who's ringing him tonight? Gordon G. Tallis. Tallis is ringing him to say, 
Oh, Go, man. you little man. You know? Or well, no one, Johnny. He doesn't know yet. Johnny, Johnny has no concept of yeah. it. But um, Knowing him since he was born, he'll go out like a bull at a gate. <laughs> yeah. And if uh, there is a God help the ref, if there's a penalty goes against him because he'll just want to know. Are you There's got to be an investigation. <laughs> Somebody's got to be accountable for this. Anyway, um, it's been a great day, mate. Um, we've had an extremely busy week. As far as work goes, and, um, and I look forward to the weekend. And um, fabulous, my, my son's playing, like I said, against uh, the Narell and Jets. Filthy. So um, we, we look for. I look forward to. It. Mm. I know. Next week, here we come. Here we go. Love you all. Good night. God bless.